0: but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. One. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, very quickly here, I wanted to show you this before we go to our guest, Celeste. Oh, you're saying Celeste is back? That's great. This is Biotrust product, means they publish the research in layman's terms, unlike our federal government, and this is about losing weight. And they've got great ingredients. You can read all about it at trimwithdave.com. They walk you through the science. Money-back guarantee. It works. I used it when I injured my knee. Couldn't work out. I actually lost two pounds when I was probably eating more than I should because out of boredom. But this does work. It's a Biotrust product. I love it uh 51% off right now for a limited time. Go to trimwithdave.com and we try to bring you products that will do you some good. Well you can uh you know you heard me mention Celeste. Yeah Celeste Solomon former FEMA excuse me former former FEMA official and Celeste is going to be talking about FEMA restructuring and this is scary people they're tightening the noose around america's neck celeste been too long we're not going to go as long next time before we have it back on but but it's great to have you uh and i'll i'll just leave it to you to talk about where we want to start with this restructuring
1: okay so the first new thing um there's a bunch of new things but what i really want to get to are the exercises that the 10 new exercises that have never been seen before. Um, so I will motor through the other things. Uh, but it it's very important information that you need to know as a viewer out there. So the first thing is the disaster assistance or the grant that if, God forbid, you should have a disaster, there is standard form 424B that you are Uh, required to implement uh, in the fine print with font like two um, at the bottom, it says that you are going to have to implement the clean air act, the clean water act, social justice. Uh, You can't be uh, any racial stuff. Um, There is a ton of extra constitutional global mandates and acts that you are required. If you accept even $1 from the federal government and so you need to know that. Um, as we Celeste, does that
0: mean Social Security and Medicare too? No,
1: as far as I know, it does not mean Social okay. Security because that's actually your money, um, not not their money. The next one is so you know we've been ta- they've been talking about global warming for so long with Al Gore in the 1990s and all this stuff, and. The information about the coming ice age and snowball earth was classified until about five or six years ago. And the CIA finally let loose of the Adam and Eve story, which is about the pole shift and the collapse of the magnetosphere and all the things that were in the last extinction level event. So this is the first time, the first document last month. And they are starting to get into it now where they are starting to prepare the public for extreme cold temperatures. And I've been warning my followers since, you know, for at least 10 years, I don't care if you live in Arizona, Mexico, South America, get yourself um, winter gear, a hat, gloves, winter coat, winter sleeping bag. Some thermal underwear because one day you too may experience this um, extreme temperatures. So they they actually had a webinar about it last month, and so it's already on the docket. They're starting, and I'm seeing more and more information coming forth now that they are have finally let it <clears throat> un- declassified it. So the next thing we want to talk about... Well, before
0: you leave that, I want to ask you, do you know who Robert Felix is? No. Okay, I interviewed Robert back in 2009, and he wrote a book called Not by Fire, But by Ice, and he's saying exactly what you're saying. And going back to 1997, I used to get to go to Bill, the late Bill Pollock, who was my mentor in this business. Bill had an intelligence background, very intelligent guy. We used to have astronauts and scientists and all these people come to his place at La Placidas, New Mexico. I got invited because of who my father was. And we could reveal things that we couldn't reveal publicly. Uh, and we signed non-disclosure agreements. And if I said some of the names, you'd just sit back and go, Wow. And I was in such awe just being with these people. But one of the things that we learned about was we watched a video together that one of the people had made about how the magnetosphere was in the process of starting to collapse. And this was 1997. And they went through and they talked about exactly what you're saying. Extreme cold will even come to places like the Arizona desert. And they Uh, looked at me and says, Dave, you'll be wearing long johns. And this was (laughs) 1997. That's 27 years ago. So you're exactly right on the money with what you're saying. And I just wanted to reinforce that this is this. And they also said this would be kept top secret as long as possible.
1: So they, uh, this actually began the cooling trend actually began about 1805. So this has been going on for a long time, although it's snowballing, it's getting faster and faster and faster as we move forward. So um, we can expect it to get colder and we will be discussing a little bit more. So yeah, let me just say one more
0: thing that they, they, they told me, and Robert Felix even said this in his book, uh, they I, the scientists I was with in 97 said 300-foot snowdrifts. Robert Felix in his book said 800-foot snowdrifts in Chicago.
1: Yeah, I mean, the last ice age in Montana, there was 1,000 feet of ice and snow. Yes. <clears throat> so around Missoula. So, okay, the next thing we need to up on the docket is the Climate Risk and Resilience Portal. They have opened it. What does this mean for the average person? They're going to be changing hazard mitigation plans, land use plans, infrastructure design, and they're going to use this special wrapped tool. Um, So what does this mean to you? So it means if you were in a disaster-prone area, and God forbid, whether it's a tornado a hurricane, a wildfire, whatever, and you get out of there, their, their hazard maps will show that this is now a hazard area. It will be designated or labeled. And so, one, you're not going to be able to get insurance. And then the land use is going to be zoned while you're away um, that you really can't go back there. And they've beta t- tried to do this twice that I know of in America. Once when that um, oil rig in the, in the Caribbean went out, you know, it blew blue and that's when the core exit thing and the people yes yes the people put up such a fight at that time that they decided to use core exit now the interesting thing about that is i was at work and i got this powerpoint from saudi arabia and it was talking about and they were laughing they said this is a slow kill so yeah the people said no we're not going to go for it we're going to go back to our homes um the environment's dangerous and so they just slow killed them. And many people down there have um, like health problems, and many people died as a result of that core exit. I, I man- should
0: have I should have written a book on this. Um, I covered the Gulf Oil spill extensively. Correct, it was banned in 19 countries, but Obama overrode it. He got paid to do it. It was part of his Vanguard one and two investment portfolio. So totally corrupt. But here and you're absolutely right about the slow kill benzenes and all these other bad things cancer causing agents are in this and i was going to write a book about this but my good friend the late jim mars wrote a book and he included about half a chapter on me with what i did on the gulf oil spill and you're absolutely right i said that region would in 25 years would suffer uh, depopulation and shorten lifespan by as much as 20 percent is, is that where you're going with the health effects
1: at least, at least.
0: Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. My
1: next experience was in 2006. I was supposed to be entertaining some beekeepers from Belarus and they said, oh, oh, we had this cyclone moving in. They said, oh, be a work at five. Then they said, be a work of three. Then they said, be a work of one. Then they said, just get here as soon as you can. And it is the first time that I walked into the emergency operations center and there were a hundred men in black in the emergency operations center and i i mean the testosterone was like up uh, over the rough and they had already started to um evacuate people from the pacific northwest and what most people don't know is they really had no intention of ever letting anybody come back but the miracle of miracles was that the dikes all held yes it was a flo- flooded mess and yes, there, it was quite the incident, lots of weird animal stories in that particular disaster. But we were not evacuated. If we had been evacuated, they would have turned it over to the, they would have claimed wildlands on it. And it would have just been the, a play area for the rich and famous for Microsoft employees and people with money. So, um, well, they were going to so- do
0: that in the Gulf Coast. They sent in the Army Corps of Engineers to try to do buyouts, and it got too publicized. And Jesse Ventura ran this on his show, Conspiracy Theory. And I found out about it from Jesse, and I began to write about it. And they backed off because it was too controversial. So you said they were going to do the same thing in the Pacific Northwest? Yes, yes. Wow. Wow.
1: So it's coming, and we're, we'll get there, but we, we've we got a time frame here. I okay, get, all right. We got, a, we got a lot of data to cram in here.
0: I'm just going to so, turn you loose. Okay, go. Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: yeah, Celeste so Unleashed. Um, so what we're de- going to be dealing with, and FEMA knows this, Are and they said this, um, this is their words, not mine, um, extreme temperatures. What do I mean by extreme temperatures? It is not going to be... Far fetched for you to see temperature swings in your area, wherever you live, between 100 and 150 degrees in one day. Oh, so you were talking going from below freezing, maybe 50 below, to 120 in one day. Now, in 2019, the UN published a publication. And I'm making, I mean, I let my followers know about this. And they said, if you have a population base that you would like to get ready or rid of, have a very cold winter, and then within three weeks, heat it up, just go or 24 hours, and the plants, the animals, and humans will not be able to adapt. They will have hydraulic failure, and they will, will buy and so, they're using that as a depopulation mechanism, number Underground one.
0: Underground bunkers is what they're building now for the end. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: Well, we all know that. <laughs> they've, they've got all the money to do everything. Uh, wind, wind speeds, uh, 350 miles an hour. If you're thinking about getting that prefab home or one of those nice trailers that you haul around with your pickup truck, I wouldn't do it because, quite frankly, 350 mile an hour winds are nothing to contend with. And quite frankly, you need to be thinking of gardening and food options for when that happens because you're not going to go out to the garden and be gardening at that point either. So I, I just purchased a Vivo Sun indoor greenhouse. I love it. Self contained, it has the filter, the lights. It even comes complete with garden gloves, a trellis, of uh, garden bags, the whole ten yards. It is very cool. Anyway, fires. We are going because of the incendiary particles in the air. I mean, these are these can spontaneously combust. They just catch anything on fire. At which that in combination with acoustic direct energy weapons optical direct energy weapons, we've got the perfect storm going. So just realize that anybody, anywhere can have a really lethal wildfire situation. And I'm saying all this for a reason. Um, We'll get to it with the exercises. Precipitation and no precipitation events. Now, it's very interesting, depending where you live, you're either under the deluge or, like me, It's like drought city, like we have not had a winter. There is no precipitation here. It remains to be seen what is going to happen for the summer. But for right now, it's no precipitation. So we have these meteorologists and stuff over in China right now, studying the different particulates in the air and what they do to to create these, the haves and have-nots of precipitation. So I think that's pretty interesting. And then, of course, they have their favorites, the carbon emissions, but we're not even going to go into that. The next thing we're going to cover is FEMA's radiological emergency procedure has been updated. The last time it was updated, I believe, was four years ago. And there's several reasons for this, because now they are putting radio isot- radioactive isotopes in things like bacteria and microbes, and there is a place in your house of almost every. where you're getting radioactive isotopes. Do you know what that is,
0: Dave? No. Well, I know what the isotopes are. It's cancer-causing, leads to le- things like leukemia, too. Um, but w- what's the source?
1: The source is your um, fire detector. Your fire detector has two radioactive isotopes. One is californium. The other is americanium. So, and they're in almost every room in our house. We're getting that dosage, dosage, dosage. And that with the radiation that we're getting from cosmic rays and our all of our devices, you know, the drill. So I'm not going to belabor that other than I just want you to know that I've ripped out all the fire detectors in my house. Okay, now we get to go to the exercises. Now these are brand new exercises, never before seen. Usually there's pandemic active shooter, terrorism, blah, blah, blah. Those are the ones that have been around for years, but we got 10 brand new ones that you will just, now I'm going to start out slow and get your feet wet, and then we're going to get to the nasty ones. So the first one is on climate of resilience. And translated, that means that the UN's goal for this year is to get into your foxhole in your city this year. That is their goal. And they are going to do it by every means possible. And so you need to be at your city council. I know it's hard. It, nobody has time, but we cannot let them do that. And in my case, I have to roll back the Nazi rules that they already got into my town of 49 people. Right. So um, the next one is climate adaptation. And basically they are going to be telling you how you are going to prepare. If you prepare any differently than they tell you, you're in big trouble. Remains to be seen what that trouble is at this point. Uh, I was going to ask you, that. You know. Well, you're going to get the point by the end. By the end of this. Okay. So, okay. The next one is that we have this complex incident coordination. So back in 2017 in Montana, Seely Lake, there was this huge wildfire. People heard explosions. It wasn't a not a natural wildfire. And I tried to get information. It was three months. We went into martial law. There were tanks on the street, military with guns. If you went out of your house, you didn't get back in. And I could not get information, even though I spoke the language and. I tried, I mean, I tried every negotiating every way I could to get information on this incident. And it was after the fact about a month after that, I found out that that was the very first incident that did not have a human incident commander. It was, they had turned it over to AI. Oh my. And so AI was the incident commander. There was an incident commander, but he was subordinate to artificial intelligence. That was in 2017. So now we're going to go to the next one. I'm glad you're sitting down, Dave. They, are, they start the exercises this month. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Large scale population movement and resettlement. Those knew, are there. I, I'm not
0: surprised. How are they going to do it, though? That's what I want to know.
1: That's what they're going to. That's what they're going to exercise. I don't know at this point how they're oh, going to okay. do it. Oh, okay.
0: So this is the drill.
1: This is, well, these are drills, but you know, drills from past history. You are going to be moved and resettled, just like in World War II. These are Nazis. These are fascists.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: their yeah. goal is. I have some ideas, but this is not. It's beyond the scope of this one. You and I can talk on another program, and actually, we were going to try and squeeze another segment in on, on the reason, and I well, can tell you.
0: How, I'll, I, I want to throw this in because I want to give legitimacy to what you're talking about because you're exactly right on the money. Obama did seed money for $40 billion for commercial real estate conversion to uh, uh, residential and a lot of it, people thought it was just for illegals. And I said, "No, it's not. They're going to use this to force people into smart cities."
1: It's worse than that.
0: So Ex- extermination centers too. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that it, too. Yeah.
1: There's, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I've got the other half of the story, but it's beyond this because we've got okay. a lot, all this data to sure to do. Okay, the next one is mitigation. Mitigating these are exercises. Everyone, social isolation and loneliness. So it is going to be a crime to be live alone, especially in a house. And think of how many people have already died. My husband's died. Think of all the people that died during COVID. There's a lot of people in houses living alone. That is going to be against the law. Um, they're already, I'm seeing, newspaper reports that you're depriving young people of having housing blah 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 you know if they can work they can have a house if they want to have a house but with a resource shortage you know they are going to use these land use uh rules and say that you are not allowed as a single person to live in your house so the option is, is you're going to be like a ghetto and they're going to cram 20 or 30 families into your house if you live alone uh, to maximize mm-hmm. the, you're going to be a smart city unto your own, you know. You're micro, apar- be,
0: micro apartments, I'm assuming, yes.
1: Yeah, okay. just like during the Holocaust, they, they mm-hmm. stuffed all these families into two bedrooms. So it's going to be the same way. This is starting and then, of course, there's the whole, if you tell your doctor you're lonely, God forbid, don't tell them you're lonely. When you go, if you go to the doctor's office, don't tell them a thing, especially about anything that's going on in your brain, like I'm lonely or I'm depressed.
0: Or are you being <laughs> abused? I mean, every yeah. time I go to the doctor, I get these shots twice a month. And every time I go to the doctor, they ask me abuse questions. They ask me lonely and depression questions. And, and this just started about six months ago.
1: Yep, yep. I had a friend that just called me the other day. He said the same thing. He he was it, it scared him off. He said I'm not going. And I said you know it's, we it's time we learn to live outside. And there are medical system alternatives. And I'm not sure if you're aware of them, but I can um, have a person that I know that is it's remnant nursing. Kim Kim um has a whole thing, and they even have pure blood uh, sources that you can get pure blood and it's a service you pay like 30 bucks a month
0: oh my gosh it's crazy what the whole thing is crazy yeah this is insane yeah
1: okay here's another one for us uh so we've all heard about the opioid crisis and um if you followed me for any length of time you know that according to the Athena agenda their goal is 20,000 vaccines for each one of us. And so they are going to vaccinate us against op- against opioids. Uh, so that just came out of the journals this week that they are deve- have developed a vaccine for opioids, but they're going to vac- vaccinate the whole population for it. So God only knows, I have not done my deep dive into what is in that vaccine, um, but they do want to give it to everybody. So the next one is enhancing chain uh, supply chain resilience. Translated, what that means is we have the supply chain that we knew prior to 2020, or maybe let's say 1990 when it was a little bit better. Yeah. um, And then COVID hit. This new supply chain will be the world economic green. So it's basically a way of shaking you down And everything that you own is going to have to be changed into something green or you will lose it or it will break. Like I've ordered a couple of things online lately and they were including my phone and I got it and the thing didn't even work. Like at least in the old days, it worked for two months and then it broke. Now we we get it broken. Like, what are they doing just recycling and sending us broken merchandise from other customers? I don't know. But that's the plan is to get us all into green products that are much more pricey. And the only people that are going to make money are those people that are manipulating the system or rigging it. It's, It's like the house always wins.
0: Right, Exactly.
1: Okay, recovery. Um, basically, unless you go into the matrix, I'm not going to spend any time on this because anybody with a brain the size of an ant <clears throat> will know this. That unless you go into the matrix in the days to come, you won't be allowed to recover. You, it's it's go in or die.
0: <clears throat> what do you mean by the that. What do you mean by the matrix? Can you define that? Their green agenda, the B system, unless you buy oh, it. Oh, uh, you're, you're going to take the mark. That's what you're yeah, saying. The yeah, the
1: cryptocurrency, anything they say, you know, oh, yes, we'll do it. We'll do it. No. So now we're going back to the community. We're going back to a uh, community profile. And translated is your community is no longer going to be your safe haven. It is going to be a war zone. The laws are going to be stacked against you because quite frankly, many of these small towns and hamlets um, like a $500 or a thousand dollar incentive to sign up with a or any number of the sphere program or whatever, you know, to them 500 bucks or a thousand bucks is big money to them and they'll sell you out for that. And so you need to just realize that and prepare now that, your community may no longer be friendly to you as well as you need to just prepare that you might get betrayed, you know, in those, like during world war two, there were a lot of betrayals going on. You thought that this person was your friend. They know that you have some preps, you know, you have canned goods or whatever. And next thing you know, they're your enemy and, and it, it goes out for you. So you need to be, it's better to be silent at this time about what's going on in your house and with your preps. And how prepared are you? Um, it's none of anybody's business. You really should not be saying it on any type of a device. And you should not be even talking about that in a room with any device. And like, if you go to somebody's house, you don't know, do they have what's Alexa or what all the different ones. I went into the bank one time and, and I didn't know we were talking gardening or something. And a bank lady went manager went to do something. And this Alexa thing was like asking me questions. Like it was like a sales pitch from Alexa on what we were talking about. So you don't know that that person doesn't have one of these devices and all of our phones are devices at this point consider them the enemy I mean you have to use them but just be careful what you say okay that, this
0: is so- um and say about what about climate change vaccines mm. the usual forbidden topics
1: and preps, and preps. anything oh or, yeah and yeah because personal
0: you'll get a visit if you say the preps yeah
1: or I mean just then everybody knows do, you know do you have protection items do you have this do you have that? Yeah. Um, and next thing you've got a lot of people visiting you. So yeah, it's just not safe. Now the next one came about as a consequence of hurricane Katrina, sadly to say um, that it's reunification. So a lot of parents and children were separated during hurricane Katrina. <clears throat> so they submitted a bill to Congress. <clears throat> Sorry, I got the frogs here Um And it said in the event, God forbid that they didn't say God forbid, but they said in the event of a nuclear blast, we, you would not, the schools or wherever you, you take your children would not release your children to you, back to you. Now you know about bills, Dave, and I know about bills. The first language is not what it is at the end. I agree. The final language said, in the event the environment is not safe, and because the UN and the United States have declared that the environment is not safe, any time that you transfer your children, you need to understand that is a legal chain of custody transfer of your children to a caregiver, to ballet, to high school, whatever, sports that you may not see them again when the ultimate order has been given. It was beta tested right after there was a winter storm in Seattle. They kept the children for three days and did not release them to their parents, even when the parents showed up. And then I was just on a show, I think last week or the week before, And this um, man lives in Denver, and he said that they rounded up the children in Denver and took them to the big sports arena.
0: Operation Mountain Guardian 2011,
1: yep. Yeah, and parents were furious about it. They took them right
0: out of school, by the way, during the day. And it was FEMA and DHS. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm.
1: So that was in preparation. So this has been beta tested out. So don't think that you're going to be able to fight it, even if you are a mad parent with some sort of protection in your hands. Quite frankly, the schools since Columbine and Sandy Hook um, have become armed fortresses. They have bulletproof glass. They have guards. They have security systems like these kids are in prison, not in school. So if you think you're going to get your kids out, no. So you have to think about it before. Is it worth it? The risk yeah. and the cost if they nab your kids, because once they nab your kids, especially if they're Christian, they are going to go into deviant households. Well, they That's could use a
0: disaster problem. precursor uh, as a pretext too. let me give you what I'm talking about in my extensive work. And I'll just make this one statement without elaborating. There are 2000 missing children in Lahaina. Yes. Yes. And, and we know what happened to those kids. Yes. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. Yep, the government's complicit. Okay, so those are the 10 exercises that are new. Wow. But there's more. There's more. This this isn't an exercise, but this is part of the new restructuring. So FEMA has teamed up with the Rosalind Carter Institute of Caregivers. And this is another big concern due to Hurricane Katrina. And what am I talking about? Before Hurricane Katrina was a raindrop out in the Caribbean, um, the caregivers, the nurses, and I think it was just nursing staff and caregivers, euthanized the, the sick and the elderly before the storm ever came. There was no outcry. You can see an article, one article about it in the New York Times. Other than that, it became a precedent for in the time of a disaster, or when we tell you so, you will euthanize your clients. So just beware, um, if you are a caregiver, um, beware who you get in alliance with, who you sign a contract with. And, you know, people, all of us need to be aware, because at any time, we might need assistance, we might need nursing care or whatever. And so we need to know that this exists, Mm-hmm. And that the the danger of euthanasia is very real. You
0: know, quickly, though, when I did my research on 15-minute cities and smart cities, uh, you know, we've got to go through to build a building. Now, all has to be ADA and elderly compliant and so forth. The forms up the Yazoo, not one provision could I find for smart cities or 15-minute cities for the elderly or handicapped. It's right in line with what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They will be disposed of
0: genocide for the elderly it's in the handicapped is exactly what it is and hitler did the same thing yeah did the same exact thing
1: so i had a friend that worked for cps for a long time and he worked with kids and they were pulling kids out and he was having to put christian kids with um with deviant households and finally he couldn't take it anymore because he's a devout christian and he went to the elderly and i looked at him this is like in 2000. And I said, you realize that they're going to euthanize the elderly. And he goes, I know, but he could accept that easier than putting little innocent children in a deviant household. So it's coming and it's been coming. They've been working on this for quite a long time.
0: They're going to have problems though, because there are people who are 70, 75 and 80 who are still sound mind and body and they're armed. They're going to have a problem. Yeah, it, yeah. That- I know they can go to care facilities where you have people who can't take care of themselves, uh, and they can do an easier uh, extermination there. But I'm telling you, the general population, there's going to be resistance, and then there'll be resistance from their relatives who will defend them.
1: But you know, I was sick one time, and I couldn't get out out of the off the couch, <clears throat> and I, I like two months after david i did a ballerina move and i got a, a subdural hematoma that went septic and i had to have a like a home health nurse come once a week and but to be honest could i have gotten any my protection items out and used them at that time no i don't even think i could have picked it up i had a hard enough time picking up a cup to drink a cup
0: of coffee but could you do it today yes i could do it today so could so could i And I'm telling you right now, you know, you're going to come to kill me or kill elderly relative of mine. You're going to have a fight on your hands.
1: Okay, now we're going to, they have developed a new disaster game uh, for kids and teens, um, specifically aimed at teens. And they really love um, to get inside the heads of teens. It was developed by Region 8 FEMA and the i thrive games foundation and they are getting into what they're what are they extracting when these kids play the games they're getting into their mental health and well-being. So that's the purpose of this game is to measure their mental health and well-being. So i that's really dangerous and the last one is um and DHS are getting into the environmental justice movement. And this is, you might believe in ecological justice and blah, 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 but this is directed specifically for the poor to elevate the poor and marginalized communities and the people, the taxpayers, especially white taxpayers are supposed to pay for the hazardous waste, resource extraction, and um, and other things uh, for these communities of color. And that we're to cl- make a clean and healthful environment for these communities. Even if these people throw trash, they don't work, they grab graffiti all over the place, we're supposed to fix it up for them on our dime uh, so that they can live, work, and play in a nice area. So it's like I just can't believe it. Quite frankly, I just can't believe it. So, um, and that is part of that Fema 424B standard form 424B at the bottom, the social justice stuff. So that's also headed our way in a in a big way. So
0: that's why Larry Fink and BlackRock can kind of look the other way now with the SG. Because it's coming in through the side door, okay?
1: Losses. So basically, we're hemorrhaging at the seams. You yeah, know. I agree. Our barriers are being breached at the right and the left. So, so this is a form of judgment. I mean, we really shouldn't expect much. Um, some of us have been fighting many decades on this and opposing this. But the vast majority of Americans, it was a land of abundance. It was a land of freedom, and we did not take it seriously. The other night, I just got a bee in my bonnet and I watched the Patriot again. Oh, um, you know, and it was good that I watched it because it brought back that stirring that I haven't felt in America. I felt feel it in myself, but that patriotic spirit that we. That we and our forefathers built this country with sacrifice, with blood, um, and we take that for granted. Yeah, uh, we treat true. our veterans badly, um, anybody that protects our country, and now there's no protection. I mean, inch by inch, these, these evil people got mm-hmm. into power, which was always planned. I mean, I remember in the 90s and the 80s, they were taking classes on how to get into government positions of power so that they could make these changes. So it's not didn't happen overnight.
0: No, it didn't. Um, I, 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 it's so multidimensional, but there's an element you haven't mentioned yet. We have to have a minimum of a hundred thousand terrorists slash Chinese soldiers slash Venezuelan soldiers and others in our country. And I think a hundred, I mean, we have 10 million since Biden have come into the country. Okay. And the border patrol tells me that they have apprehended 25,000 Chinese in the last year. Well, if you have six getaways for everyone they catch. Okay. That, that's yeah, you, you get the idea. So does that factor into what you're finding or is that a separate? Oh. Is-
1: It's very interesting you mention it. Uh, You know, it's been a while since we chatted. And at the end of August, the beginning of September, I took a drive to Florida. And as I went east, I noticed all these white um, semis with only a black number on the back, no hazmat, which is against the law because a first responder has to know what the cargo is inside. And the further east I got, the more there were. And I and I was talking to my admin about it, and I said, I don't know what these things are because they didn't have like usually it has like Costco or FedEx or sure, something. Sure, mm-hmm. um, But there were no logos; they were all painted white with these, just these black numbers on the on the end. And she goes, "Well, I know a trucker." So she patched us in, and we did a three way conversation. Can, can and I she, get,
0: Can I guess before you go? Go ahead. Okay. Guillotines. No. Okay. They're I know called- they're, I know they're here though, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah.
1: They, they are. We can do a whole show on Gitchings. Um, it's uh, the Re- they're known as the Reapers and they have human cargo filled. They're air conditioned or climate controlled. If it's hot, you know, they air condition them. If it's cold, they heat them and they're known as the Reapers. And I tell you, three quarters of the semis on the road were
0: Reapers. Not what, what is Reapers? What, what what are they transporting? Human cargo. For like, the purpose of? Like Chinese troops. Oh, like okay. okay. Russian okay. troops. Okay, I got it. I got it. Like
1: criminal types or just yes. illegals. Well, you you're know,
0: right in them... line with what Michael Yan is saying about how they're getting into the country. And you're right on the money. Yeah.
1: Well, so they get down there and then the trucks, these government contracted trucks taken and... and Nobody can look in because obviously a semi doesn't have windows and they just take them to wherever their destination is. Tennessee was a hotspot. I saw a whole bunches of illegals with their new cell phones at the side of the highway. It was like, oh, Lord, please let me my car not break down in this in this area was between Nashville and Crossville
0: Galensburg, yeah, and they're putting them in the Smoky Hill Forest there. Uh, I, I'm well aware of that. I've been writing about that for, gosh, 15 years now. There's a Russian presence there, too.
1: Well, I saw Russians, not this year, but a year ago up at Yellowstone, went at, oh. with some friends, and there were three, and then they spoke, and it was Russian, and but it was weird. It's just like they appeared and then they disappeared. It was very bizarre. It's like one of the most unusual experiences I've ever had. And there were just these three Russian guys at sunset. It was, so we got out. I literally ran to the car because I didn't want it to get dark. And it was getting dark at that point. Um, and be out and about feel safe. It's
0: amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I, um, they uh the Russians have infiltrated into Alaska. Uh has, they've been there for a while and they actually they've actually seen Russian troops in Alaskan cities. And this goes back to 2010. And and I had eyewitnesses and someone actually sent me a photo of Russians in a McDonald's. Um it's absolutely incredible what's going on with the infiltration that's going on. I just did a rumble video a couple days ago. Infiltration for the purpose of extermination. And I was reporting on General Holt saying that the Chinese soldiers are coming in by the tens of thousands and they're here to murder us. Mm -hmm. This is from a a just newly retired general.
1: Well, if you look at the journals, and so I look at 150 journals, each with 50 studies, at least once a week. I should do twice a week, but there's not, not enough time to do interviews and write and Everything, Um, but I would say ninety-five percent of those studies that are materializing into the commercial market are Chinese.
0: Yes, and they're uh, dangerous,
1: meant to kill, meant to kill.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gordon Chang, in response to General Holt, uh, Chinese expert, he said, "It's interesting when they come here; they're not bringing food with them. They got light travel bags, and I've got photos of that." And he said. But rather than looking for their next meal or a way to support themselves, they're on gun ranges training to shoot people. Yeah, so it's coming soon. We're going to have a Tet Offensive, and I know you know what that means, but uh, attacks in every major American city like what happened in South Vietnam in the Tet Lunar New Year. And we're going to see that here, and people are just absolutely clueless about it. Do you think this th- this presence of what you're talking about is why there's a Senate bill right now to outlaw the firearm training of any number more than, than two. If you have three or more, you're you're declared a militia and that's illegal. I don't know if you've heard of this or not, but it's in the Senate yeah, right now. But
1: I, I think it's it, it's not only firearms. They don't want anybody in groups. I mean especially once they call the next pandemic card. I mean we're not gonna I'm already hearing rumblings that of Uh, like a soft lockdown right now. Um, You're just getting the, I'm just getting the rumblings. And you know that that bill or that it's not a bill. It's a regulation that both you and I covered in 2016 on communicable disease. That's 88 pages managed by health and human services, locks everything down. And it, this one will be the Ebola card. And, but that this Ebola is not a pathogen. It is a virus. It is a computer virus. It's that been is, weaponized,
0: and the CDC yeah. owns the patent on it, and i published the patent on my website. And the only way you can patent something like this is if you have modernized it, adapted it, modified it, or weaponized it. And this is what they did. And to go right along with what you're saying, I reported on this on November 27th. The Denver Post ran a story, and this was on Twitter as well. And they said that... Um, Denver Jewish had released an Ebola vaccine on that day, and it was one of 13 regional medical centers to do it. So this is already in play. It's already in action. I agree with you. It's Ebola, and I think Marburg's is going to be part of it, too.
1: Well, Marburg is a hemorrhagic. So, yes, it, you know, yeah, it's tomatoes, tomatoes. Exactly. You're going to bleed out either way. But, you oh. know, it was, remember, in that 2016 um regulation, it mentioned coronavirus and Ebola, both of them, and what it would cost to shut the country down in many ways, economically and physically, and lock us up in quarantine. So that's what's coming. And I'm already hearing the rumblings about it, because they don't want a free people. They want a dominated people. So um, it's more than just guns. It's going to be they don't want you to have any freedom. They don't want you to have freedom of what you're going to eat, uh, entertainment. I noticed the other night I was going to st- sign up for one of those streaming things because I felt like watching a movie and get away from it all. And um, it's it said, by signing up for this streaming service, you agree to have behavioral psychological analysis of what you watch. And I go... <laughs> Well, forget that one. I said I'm not doing that. So instantly, I did not. I did not proceed with that. But that doesn't mean that Amazon or Netflix isn't doing that already. Uh, but this one actually came right out on the on the screen and said, "This is what you're agreeing to." And remember when the smart TVs first came out, and they said in the fine print, you know, of size two font, it said, "It's listening to you and it's videoing you." And people were, no, 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 it couldn't yeah, be. Yeah, and yeah. they were, and it was, yeah.
0: Yeah, they got sued over it. It was uh, Vizio TV was the first to get sued, if I remember correctly. Well, that's that's a. In fact, you know, people found out, yeah, I'm doing intimate things with my significant other in the bedroom. My TV is watching it and videotaping it. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I was telling people this is coming. Oh, Hodges, you're off the rails here. You're going too far. And, and uh, let me tell you about... Um, a Google Nest that I was around. I, I asked a question. I said, uh in fact, by the way, my phone just turned on when I said Google. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you guys are listening to me. Um uh, thank you very much. Uh excuse me, it's trying to call an emergency number. I need to take care of this. I don't want the police coming here. Um but anyway, they uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh Google Nest. Um I had seen something similar and I and I my I I told my family I said, watch this. And I said to Google, who's Donald Trump? And it went on and on about how bad he was and he was terrible for the country. He's a fascist and blah, 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 a criminal. And then I cussed the instrument out. I said, well, you're a blankety blank, 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 and you can blank, blank, blank. Blah, blah, blah. You get the idea. And then I asked another question silence. And then I told my son, I said, ask the same question. And he asked the same question as I did, and it promptly answered. This device was so advanced, it knew my voice, and it would not answer after I cussed it out. Isn't that interesting?
1: Well, I had experience with my old car. And so when I went uh, back east, um, I, it, I got some sort of a bug, and it changed my voice. You know how you get kind of raspy with the sore yeah. throat and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff? And I couldn't give directions to the darn thing because it wouldn't recognize me. It wouldn't pick it up. It had my voice print. And until my voice, until I got over my bug, I couldn't ask it directions. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so. uh, that, is, that is just too much. But you mentioned to incident commander for some of these disaster drills uh, was AI. It wasn't, that wasn't a drill, that was a real event. Okay. Do you think that when they unveil all this and all this stuff happens, do you think AI will be directing it?
1: Oh, they're already talking at first when AI, you know, when they were putting their little toes in the water, they say, oh, there's going to be a human in the loop, blah, blah, blah. And I knew darn well where it was going. And, but now they're so brazen. They, they go, well, there's not, I mean, you should see the autonomous st- stuff in the, coming out in the literature, no human in the loop, none. Um, all Like even the autonomous drones that they're going to be deploying to take place, the uh, UPS drivers and all of that, If or if you get Uber foods or whatever, it's all going to be drone. And they're all autonomous, you know, there, there's no human in there. And there's no human managing it. They just plug in the thing at work and then you say, okay, go to this address and come back with the money, you know. Or, did you, ever, or did
0: you ever see the old USA network show Colony? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, and AI ran their security for martial law, and these devices were deadly. If you were out after dark, for example, the, the device would kill you yeah, uh,
1: it was scary at that event in um, Sealy Lake because i my asthma kicked up because of the all the smoke was terrible. it was mm-hmm. so thick you couldn't tell night from day. And so I scheduled an appointment with the doctor and I went out in that terrible smoke. It took me 30 minutes to get there. And then they brought in ringer cops from out of the state. Cause they don't want the locals because the locals are compassionate. Yes. Sir. But they pulled everybody over in blocks of 10. Every single person got a ticket. My ticket. This is now mind you, this is like just a couple months after David was killed and I'm still reeling from the whole event. And I have my license plate, new license plate up on the dashboard, but I didn't know how to put it on or didn't have time to put it on because I had a working farm. And I got a ticket for my license plate not being properly affixed. And it was a $300 ticket. And I went to fight it in court. The prosecutor looks at me and says, well, I don't know what your criminal record is. And the judge, when I told her, she goes, well, everybody has a sob story. And uh, she basically said, you have a choice. You either pay the 300 bucks, which at that point I had no income, zero, nada, except maybe a couple dollars from farmer's market. Or you go pick up garbage for along the side of the highway for 30 days. And I couldn't do that. I had animals and I had... um I had to start getting my life together no mercy no compassion nothing you know and now where, was that where was, was this at sealy lake it's north of missoula okay western western montana
0: wow you wouldn't it think was, of that in montana like, yeah that's but montana's gone liberal now it's um oh yeah it's, it's been overrun
1: it's, yeah it is it's not a good place anymore
0: <laughs> Well, Celeste, I want to make sure I get this in because I could go on with you for two more hours. This is just too good, but, or too interesting, not good, but uh, tell people how they can follow you.
1: Okay. So um, I'm about ready to get a new website, but, and it will be at a, a one stop shopping. So it's going to be much easier for all of you. But right now, for subscriptions and videos, it's Celeste, Celeste com, And then if you want my articles, and I've got a doozy one that's coming out tomorrow morning um it's shepherdsheart.life my blog that also has my books and that type of thing
0: yeah that's a really a good site i love shepherd's heart that's a great site um do you think these some of these things are going to unfold to stop an election short answer
1: absolutely
0: we're not going to have an election in 2024 are we uh, e-
1: even if they did the pretense of one it's all electronically manipulated they call it deep penetration of the electoral process
0: yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't even know if they can cheat enough to overcome Biden's unpopularity. I think they're gonna replace him anyway, but anyway, Celeste, we're flat out of time, but I want to thank you for coming on. You squeezed in a lot. I mean, you did yeoman's work today. I'm 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 really impressed, but we're gonna have you back on sooner rather than later. Thanks so much for coming on.
1: Okay, next time we gotta talk about the evil plot between uh synthetic trees and what they're doing with skeletonizing them and killing them. Um, And it's an intriguing story. I believe it. That that one's a PowerPoint.
0: Bill Gates is after the forest, so I totally know what you're talking about there. Okay, we'll be in touch, and we'll do this again. Thanks, Celeste. Thank you.